Welcome to Beautifully Rebellious, a podcast about going against the grain, creating your own rules, and living your most authentic life. I'm your host, Erin Burr, and I am so excited to welcome you to my show. Let's dive right in. Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you are here. And I also just want to say real quick, guys, thank you so, so much for everyone who has been listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast, and anyone who has left a review. At the moment that I'm recording this, I don't think anyone's left a review yet, so this is a future thank you. But please, please, please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. Um, even just click like the stars because that really helps boost the channel. And I think the more reviews it gets, the more likely someone else is to find it when they're just doing like a general search in their podcast platform. So that just helps spread the word even more. And then again, find me on Instagram at the.aaronburr. I'll put it in the show notes also. And follow me there because that's where I'll often do updates. I'll definitely post about when there's a new episode, but it comes every Wednesday anyways, plus the little bonus ones that pop up here and there. But I also will do things in my stories where I'll ask for ideas or polls or questions, just things like that. So that way it can be a very interactive thing instead of just always the one-sided thing of me over here on this side. So... Please do those things because I'll be forever grateful and yeah, but let's move into today's episode. Today's episode, I want to talk about something that I know I deal with all the time, even still after years and years of personal development work, it's something that I still deal with and still have to sit down and work on and this thing is imposter syndrome. How many of you have dealt with it or are dealing with it. I'm pretty sure most of you said me. And if not, well, hand claps to you. I'm so proud of you. Please share your mastery with us because imposter syndrome has always ran very hard in me. And I have had to really work through a lot, like I said, and I'm still working through it which is fine because, like I always say, we're constantly on a journey of growth. We will never have succeeded and 100% accomplished it, but I think life is the journey of always becoming better than who we were before. But my goodness, imposter syndrome. If you don't know what it is, I got a quick definition for you. It's not an official definition, but it's one. And it is feelings of self-doubt, not being good enough, despite your education and experience. Does that sound like you? I know that definitely sounds like me. And one of the things that pops up in my mind when it comes to imposter syndrome is this thought that I've always had. And it's, I'm not educated enough. Now, being a Gemini, I thrive on getting all of the knowledge. I must know everything, every last detail, just because. And I always think, 
I have to know more before I can speak about something or I have to know more before I can tell anyone or teach anyone from an authoritative point. And as I've gotten older and worked in different areas with different teams on my professional side, I have come to learn that most people don't actually know what they're doing. They are just working with what they've got. And I think that's such a great lesson to learn. I've just recently, like last month, really learned this on a professional level. Um, but it's helped me so much because I always thought, even on on my work side, that I wasn't qualified to work with people of a certain caliber because they must be more educated than me or they must just be more talented than me or more experienced than me. And any of those things can be true, but oftentimes I find that they are just like me or I actually do have the upper hand in some some of the experiences I've been in. And it just was a great lesson for me to learn that what I think is true isn't always true. And it's crazy how imposter syndrome can really hold you back from just taking a chance on yourself. So I don't know if that resonates with you at all, but that is something that really speaks true for me is that I always felt like I needed to have more education and this is even true especially in the coaching world like life coaching um and I even I still see it now and props to the girls out there and the boys but props to the coaches out there who have their courses and their certification courses specifically and things like that because they're doing the thing they're making their money they're helping people and all of that But at the same time, I've had to step back for myself personally and say, do I need that certification in order to be able to do that specific thing? And sometimes you do need a certification or a degree or very specialized teaching because some things have very specific techniques or like science. You can't just make it up. Science is science. It's hard facts. Um... But there's a lot of things, especially in the spiritual coaching world, that there isn't a right or wrong way. There just are ways. And it's often customized by the person who's doing the practice. And a certificate doesn't make you all of a sudden good enough to be able to do the practice. It's more so the person um, their spiritual relationship and it's just something like either you can or you can't and I, I do believe you can grow into things so maybe you can't and then you put a lot of time into it and practice and then you can grow into it and you can but I don't think that having certain knowledge is going to make you qualified and for me at least that's the way my my brain would think of it though. Like I got the certificate, look at me, now hire me because this certificate, this piece of paper says I can do it. But that doesn't really mean anything. That's a piece of paper. It doesn't mean you can do anything. So I was reading this website and I've heard of these before from uh, one of my mentors, but this website has 
five different types of imposter syndrome, and it's not saying these are the only ways. These are just some of the types that this specific website article has listed. And just for credit, it is from verywellmind.com. So credit where credit is due. This is their content. content. But the five types that they have are the perfectionist, the superhero, the expert, the natural genius, and the soloist. So I'll give a brief overview of what each one is like, and you just see if any of these resonate with you. I can definitely say at least a few of them do for me. So the superhero overworks themselves to make up for how inadequate they feel. They're the ones who've they have to do it all. There's the natural genius. They set exceedingly high goals and then feel crushed when they don't meet them. So it's like you set a goal that is so high, so impossible to meet. There's a part of you that knows that you're not going to meet it, but you feel crushed when you don't meet it anyways. Notice so far, there's a lot of self-sabotage. The expert, never satisfied with their level of understanding, always trying to learn more. That one's me. That one's totally me. Ugh. Just reading, I don't like it. That one was totally me. Let's say that. Then there's the perfectionist, never completely happy with their work, fixated on flaws instead of strengths. This one I so resonate with when it comes to my art. I have never felt satisfied with my art. Like there are times where I feel proud of myself that I did that, but I will nitpick it. And I know that this is normal for artists, but I will nitpick it and I will not want to show it to anyone because I'm like, nope, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. There's so many things wrong with it that I can't even see the beauty that I created. All right. And then the last one, the soloist. They prefer to work alone. They won't ask for help for fear of appearing weak or incompetent. So did any of those five resonate with you? Because like I said, there's definitely two that I pointed out that resonate with me. And I actually don't really like that I resonate with them. It makes me feel kind of icky. So those are the five types that they listed. I think they're great five types of just summing it all up. But here are some other common signs that you're dealing with imposter syndrome if you weren't really sure if any of those landed with you. So you cannot realistically assess your own knowledge or intelligence and skills. So basically you think you're not good enough or you can't realistically see that you are skilled in an area You may say that your success was just luck or because of somebody else just, you know, had a hand in it. Basically, you don't ever own your own success. You fear that you'll never be good enough or that you aren't good enough for these roles or for whatever it is. You're an overachiever. You have self-doubt. You doubt your ability to do whatever task is at hand or you doubt your ability to be able to do that job. I already mentioned this one, but I feel like it's worth saying again, nitpicking your work. 
Ugh, I hate that one. I don't hate it, really. I just hate that I do that and that I have become very aware of it. And then what's crazy about all of this is that this whole thing, all of these things that we do to try to make ourselves feel like we're not the imposter really just adds up to stress and then creates anxiety in us. And then we, I think, go through the cycle. We get so stressed out, so anxious, so in our head. And then we get back to, oh, I'm just the imposter. I'm not good enough. I got to work hard. I got to put in extra hours, blah, 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 which then makes us more stressed, which makes us more anxious, which then we then think, oh, I'm not good enough. And it's just this vicious cycle of insanity. So how do we get out of it, guys? How do we get out of it? Well, it's kind of the theme of everything I say. You got to face yourself head on. You got to face your thoughts. You got to face your fears. Your fears. And what better way to do this? With your journal that I told you to get. Seriously, at this point, if you don't own a journal, I don't know what to do with you. I really don't. So you need to sit down and ask yourself, why do you feel this way? Why do you feel like you're not good enough? What is causing this? And then once you have an answer, you follow this technique that I do and you ask yourself why. Why do you feel this way? So maybe I feel like I... Hmm, let me pick something out. Maybe I feel like I... I'll do mine. So I feel like I have to be very educated, the know-it-all in a subject in order to be qualified to speak about it. Now, why do I feel that way? I could say, well, I feel that way because if I don't have the knowledge, then I could mess up and look stupid. Okay. So why do I feel that way? Why do I feel like I'll look stupid and why is looking stupid a problem? And so I'll go another level deeper and maybe I feel like if I look stupid, people won't listen to me. And so then why? Why is that an issue if people aren't listening to me? And so you get the pattern. You always ask why. Because I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, the thing on the surface level, the what I call a symptom, is not the cause or the, the root of the problem. So... My, my symptom is I'm feeling like I'm not good enough, I have imposter syndrome, and I'm feeling like I have to do X, Y, Z and learn all this stuff. But when I get down to the root of it, maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I have some sort of childhood trauma of not being listened to, of being ignored often, or of abandonment, and if... If I don't have the knowledge or if this is like a long trickle down, so try to keep up with me. But basically, if I'm going to start at the root of abandonment, maybe 
I then have it rooting upwards into a fear. So abandonment, fear of being left alone or abandoned. So then I'm not being accepted. If I'm not being accepted, then it feeds into not being listened to, not being listened to feeds into not having anything important to say, not having anything important to say feeds into, um, not having enough knowledge, not having the right words to say and so forth. It all leads up into imposter syndrome. So I hope that you followed that well. I kind of did it backwards, but still. The, the point is that oftentimes what the symptom is on the surface level is not the root cause. And that's why I always, always say that you should have a journal and that you need to do some alone time with yourself at least two to three times a week, especially if you're just starting out because it's, it's never what you think it is. And it usually comes back to a few root things. And I can speak from experience that when you start getting to those root things, and it's going to take a long time, some things are easy to deal with, but some things take revisiting, and that's okay. Um, But as you start healing those areas of your life, that's when the magic happens. And another thing I want you to ask yourself when you are asking yourself these questions, why, 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 is, is it true? So maybe one of your answers to one of your questions is, I have to do well in school or in work because that is how I know I'm loved. When I do well, I am loved by my family. And so you create this story. In order to be loved, I have to do well. I have to be successful. Or maybe you say, I have to know everything about a particular subject before I'm qualified to speak about it. Or another one along with the line of being successful, I have to be perfect in order to be successful or in order to be accepted, to be liked. Ask, if these sort of things come up, ask yourself, is this true? Is it really true that you have to be perfect in order for people to like you? In order to have a friend? No, it's not. You know that it's not true. It's not true that you have to be an expert on a subject before you can give your opinion about the subject. No. And you don't have to be an expert on a subject before you can start teaching others about it. You start where you're at. So ask yourself, is it true? Because oftentimes our ego makes up these lies and it has the best intentions, but... These lies are created because we want to be in this place that is safe and comfortable. And what's safe and comfortable? It's what we know. It's always what we know. That's the safest place that we will feel. So our ego does everything it can to keep us in this safe zone, to keep us in what we know and keep us comfortable. And that's why when we start to do something that seems scary that's pushing our boundaries that's saying maybe you're so scared like you like going on stage to give that speech you start to feel really scared because that's not your norm it makes you feel uncomfortable but you know when you get on stage and then you do it and then you come off and you have this high and you're like oh my gosh I did that and I did so good 
That's because you, you overcame that. You told your ego, nope, we're going to do this. And so, like I said, the ego has the best intentions. It wants to keep you safe and in your comfort zone. But that is not where we grow. We always grow outside of our comfort zone. So we have to take control, tell our ego what's up, and say, not today. This isn't a true story. It's just a story to keep me in my comfort zone. And it's time to step out of it because I'm ready to grow. So I hope that you can take something from this podcast today, guys, and start working on your own imposter syndrome symptoms. That's what I'm going to call them. Because I would love to see everyone thrive. I I want to thrive. I bet you want to thrive. I want to see everyone thrive. And we can just get rid of imposter syndrome because... Oh my gosh, let me find in my notes here. I took this class with Natalia Benson. If you have not heard of her, you're going to hear my pages turning right now. Like I said, this microphone picks up every last sound. He's probably even picking up my cat eating right now. But anyways, if you haven't heard of Natalia Benson, absolutely love her. She is so sweet, so good to listen to and so full of wisdom and knowledge and especially financial wisdom if you're looking for some but right here I did this little class with her and she said how can you have or how can you be an imposter if you're exploring your own vision so it's your vision this is your vision for life you cannot be an imposter in your own personal vision. I hope that makes sense to you. So for this vision that you have for yourself in your life, I know a lot of times we have dreams of like, I see it all the time right now, dreams of careers we want to launch. We have these businesses or these ideas that we want to do, but we think we're not qualified, we're not good enough. But how can you not be good enough for your own dream? Seriously, like you cannot be the imposter of your own dream because it's your dream. It's your vision. You are the only standard. So you are qualified. You are not an imposter. You're the creator. That's crazy, guys. So please take this and please go get those journals if you haven't. And if you have, hand claps to you, round of applause, um, and start doing the work, guys. I actually was doing some planning the other day, and I want to get some workbooks created for you guys. I love writing, and I've created a workbook in the past for my new year, new you masterclass I did at the beginning of the year. Technically, it was at the end of the year, but it was for this new year. So I'm thinking about rewriting that one to make it cohesive, to not need the video that was with it, Um, and then writing some new ones to really get the brain pumping and get some questions started for you so you can start doing some deeper work. But in the meantime, I gave you some jumping off points in this podcast. Get your journal and sit down and write. And if you aren't sure where to start, just start writing anything, absolutely anything. Just write about your day. Just write whatever's coming out of your mind at that time. And eventually it will start to flow out. And don't censor your writing. Don't 
think I shouldn't write that or that's not what I meant to say. Just write it. It doesn't have to make sense. It's not a paper. You're not getting graded on it. It is just you allowing your inner self to speak without being censored. Okay? So start doing that and I am excited to hear about how that goes for you. DM me on my Instagram, please, and let me know how it's going because that is the stuff that makes my heart so happy to see when people are doing the work and when they're experiencing growth and they see their potential. So thank you so much for listening this week, guys. Again, please leave a review if you have not yet and uh, hit me up on Instagram with your journaling results, I guess. Thank you again. Talk to you next week. Bye guys. Bye.